shopaholics ready to spend? JK. <laughs> I had nothing this week. <laughs> Except that I'm really trying to resist spending money <laughs> for yeah. this week. Yeah. I was going to say before. Be traveling. <laughs> right. That'll be me this weekend when I go to Costa Rica. Oh, yay, for the birthday. I know, I'm excited. It'll be a fun I think that'll be more fun trip. than Dubai, honestly, because like we're talking about Dubai is just like a place where you're just going to burn money because that's all there is to do. You Find know what I mean? Like, my rich not, <laughs> Well, good luck. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but you know what I mean? Like, it's just like so much effort for like very minimal actual activities you know what I yeah. mean because it's just dining and drinking which we yeah. like both of those items mm-hmm. but like some like you like ATVs I like it you know you can do stuff in Costa Rica or you can like go in the ocean or, I would love to camel like camel um oh I forgot camel back and do ATVs in the desert oh I didn't even think of that well thanks for blowing my <laughs> argument against you that but and like, like boats there desert there, though? yeah isn't it just a city no, Dubai has a whole desert. My friend went and went ATVing. Like, they did all these activities out there. All right. Well, I'm going to Google next time before I speak <laughs> on something. How about that? She's going to do more research. It's okay. We've both been there, okay, at this point. We sure have. Things I've said on this podcast literally haunt me. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm embarrassed. <laughs> but it's already live, so whatever. Deal. Oh, God. Yeah, whenever we're like, yeah, let's cut that. <laughs> God bless editing. Or as RuPaul would say, blame it on the edit. Okay. <laughs> that's, so week? that's what this is. Um, but yeah, I'll be a little traveling queen soon. So, well, it's like minimal. It's like one trip and then like a bachelorette party. And then I'm going to stay here for the fourth. And then I have a wedding for what the bachelorette party is for. And then a wine weekend. And then I'm free for two weeks. And then a bachelorette party. And then I'm free for a week, a baby shower. I'm free, a trip. No, you're, you're always traveling. I may be. <laughs> but that's always your life. But it it feels like I'm on one since the, like, since 20. Like, I'm not thankful for a pandemic, but I'm thankful for not traveling because the last time it was like, this was 2019. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I would love to say that. Yeah, I would love to say like, oh, it just happens once in a while, but you're right. When do I stay in my seat? Yeah, I was like, you're always traveling. It's just been it's just been a minute, so I just am acting like it's not. Well, so excited for that, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, whereas like I me, said, I I don't know. Traveling is fun, but yeah. after a couple of days, I'm just ready to go home. But my mom said I've always been that way. Like I get homesick very fast. Oh, I don't get homesick. I get tired of people. I mean, I think I get tired of people. I get homesick. I think it's because there's just so much earth in my chart that like just being grounded and like being a homebody and like Taurus in my chart that I'm just like, oh. yeah, you love that fuzzy blanket. And mm-hmm. I do. And my mom said one time we went to Savannah when I was in Girl Scouts. Maybe I was like eight. Oh, we've nine. all gone there to see Daisy Lowe's home. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I've been I've been there, too. Uh, haven't we all all the Girl Scouts of the nation? um and she said I was just crying like I want to go home and she was like oh I'm here like why are you crying like mom's here and I was like I don't care I want to go home like I was miserable water placements no my Chiron is in cancer but that's like way down the chart 
oh, I have yeah. no other water placements, literally. Okay, I'm Earth. Crying. <laughs> I'm all Earth, except for my Jupiter is in Leo. <laughs> Dang. Wait, my Jupiter is in Leo. Come on, friends. Come on. Oh, look at that. Come on, compatibility. Let's go. Earth and Leo and Jupiter in Leo. All right now. Meant yeah, we're both be- Cancer moons and then, yeah. Oh, what? my Pluto's in Scorpio, so that's a little bit of water. Who did you say Cancer moon about? You? No. I meant Capricorn moon. Oof. Oh, yeah, we're both Capricorn. I was like, don't put that on me. Oh, and my but- Venus is in Aquarius. But that's air. So Yeah, no. That's messy. Nothing. <laughs> no offense, it's messy. Mine's it's messy very too. messy. Mine is in Virgo, so I'm always trying to fix shit. Why? Why am I trying to help people? I need to help me. <laughs> I need to apply that to myself. My Aquarius and Venus is like, hmm, commitment. Is that a good idea? Maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, but you're not like that. Yeah, no. I actually, my other my other signs like top anything. Yeah. My Capricorn tops anything. <laughs> yeah, anyway. I told you I was listening to this other Bravo podcast. It's called Spiritual Sonia, but it's like, they they basically do astrology and I think they started doing like astrology memes mm-hmm. and decided to podcast. So like each episode is like the sign seasons, so like Aries season, Taurus season, etc. And then they'll talk about like who in Housewives Universe are those signs, like or their moons or whatever. And then they'll just deep dive into one person. And apparently a lot, a lot of the Housewives are Capricorn moons. And they read that aspect of us to fill. So they were like Capricorn moons. You never know if there's actually anything wrong with them because they're always doing PR on the uh, on themselves. Legit. <laughs> it's just like attacked. Um, I have a book that reads every single sign, and like it reads like your sun, your moon, and I can like talk, like I can look at you know spy on other people and see their shit as well. But yeah, it basically says that we like overthink all the time and we like oh, yeah. think of any, every worst case scenario and like, or not every worst case scenario, but every scenario, like every route, <laughs> any decision that we make could, could take. <laughs> yeah. I told someone, like, I was just saying at work today and also workaholics, here we are, mm-hmm. you and I, um, <laughs> like I was telling somebody at work, I was like, I just wish there was that part of my brain that like, when I see something wrong. And I know one way to improve it, like that I would just shut up, like, just let it not be perfect. Mm-hmm. But I can't, I have to say it. Even if everyone's like, you're the annoying kid in class, like, sorry, there's just a way to make it a little bit more perfect, a little bit, a little, just, yeah. just, just scooch, twist, twist, twist it like three inches. Okay. Thank you. Oh, I'm just very specific to you. <sighs> yeah. Like, can you put my remote right there in the middle of the magazine that's in the middle of my coffee table? <laughs> That's I maybe you. <laughs> That's probably India issues, one on one. Although yeah, I'm very like um, a home for its place because when I was younger, I just used to lose stuff all the time. Um, did I tell you about how many times I lost my student ID sophomore year? No. In one semester, seven. And don't you have to pay for them after the first? Yeah. Or oh yeah. Second time. Oh yeah. I've been in that office in the campus center, but you know, I was a little yeah problematic that semester. Um, one time and then I would always find them after I've already bought the new one and I just kept them in a stack just in case like I could do a side business like selling them or something to like younger people later in college but then I befriended nobody so I just had a stack of me <laughs> with like a 2008 side bang and the tannest I ever was um, just looking Barry of the year 
Um, and one time after I had just gotten a new one, I went to like pour myself cereal and it was in the old one was in my cereal box. That's where I had left it the night before. And your cereal box. Yeah. Oh, wow. So like, okay. so like no <laughs> surprise toy, just a surprise ID that I couldn't use because I had already spent 20 bucks on the new one. Bethany. Wow. 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 <laughs> wow, Bethany. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I was an issue for a little bit. You but left the vibrator and the chicken. It was very that. <laughs> yes. And I lived in a uh, cell block because I lived in the units that semester. So the walls were made of cinder blocks. I mean, the literally. fact that you co- co- like conquered and persevered through living in the units is beyond me. I don't think I did that. I think I moved out the se- next semester and then conquered existing after. Like I failed a lot of things. Yeah. Including chemistry um, that semester. So it was it was not thriving. But thankfully, I had an in with someone and I was moving dorms and my dad was pissed because he's like, why are you moving in the middle of the year? It can't be that different. And then when he saw the change of dorms, because I went from there to Jamestown, he was like, oh, I get it now. And I was like, yeah, shut the fuck up and help me like lift the box, sir. Yeah, because I because... lived in, I live right across from you, I think in Chandler, not Chandler. I oh, yeah. Chandler. I lived in, what was the other one across from Jamestown? I know what you're talking about, but. I lived in that one and we had like a suite bathrooms. So like, it was like two don't like, you know, like Jack and Jill yeah. bathrooms. Yeah. Yeah. So I loved that one. I don't know how we got that. And no, then, yeah. After the suffering of the units, uh, God was looking out because I had single bathrooms for two years that like maintenance cleaned because it was just like one of those weird corners. Mm-hmm. And then senior year, which you probably know well, Amber and I had our own bathroom because we just picked a room. Like we looked at the layout and we were like, oh, this one. And yeah. so we, we were blessed, but I sure did have to hang out in the gutter for about four months, mm. metaphorically and literally. I got lucky my two years. And then after that, I lived off campus. Yeah. Where everyone <laughs> lived in Conway Gardens. <laughs> oh. The times. Shout the out to times. Well, now that we've taken a stroll through our past, um, you know, very Anastasia of us, we're going to go look towards our future and talk about some shows. Oh, wait. Um, India had not heard this breaking news that for Real House of Miami, I don't think we discussed that. No, we did because we were talking about everybody breaking up mm-hmm. that Lenny and Lisa, Lenny the boob god and Lisa Hochstein were getting divorced because Lenny's a cheater. And on top of that, he had written in their prenup that if either of them were ever to file for divorce, that the wife would have to vacate the marital home, aka Lisa would have to leave their home. We don't know about the children. Yeah. You know, because like they don't raise them. So like there's there's staff members there. I'm sure he was like, they can stay as long as, you know. On the west this, wing of yeah, the house. Can stay. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I'm not going to drop names and do a microaggression. These but, kids on this yeah. side of the house and my kid, aka my new girlfriend on this side of the house. Eek. Eek. Yeah. So that's happening. I think it's still filming the show. So we're going to see everything. This is so messy. I don't see why Lenny doesn't think. I mean, I mean, who really cares? Because I was going to say if this could affect his business, but. Well, I think I mean, he's had a bunch of lawsuits for medical malpractice. So, well, you know, I can't go any further down. 
you know, what goes up must come down. And, and I feel like and he's round. at that age where, like, he doesn't have to work much more. Yeah. Like, he's probably got enough settled. So he's fine. Yeah. And that's probably why you're malpractice uh, insurance. So. Yeah. Apparently they're going, the cast is going to the Bahamas for their season trip. So I look forward to that. Oh, so they're just taking a ferry right over the. <laughs> I mean, why would go, why would you go somewhere else? They probably don't have like a budget yet either the same way, even though it was like cult popular, like it's not mainstream popular yet. So. Yeah. Cause I mean, you can take I mean, a ferry, which I've always wanted to do for Miami. You can take a ferry or like a small boat over to, um, the Bahamas, like there's like an island. Maybe they there. did like a private one. Yeah, because we'll it's like a private. I it's not. It's a private island. I forget what the name of it is. Um, like Star Island. No. <laughs> Listen, bitch. I only know one island in the Caribbean, and it's called Puerto Rico. Jk, I know. Um, but but yeah, I just know you can take a ferry over there. I just can't remember what part of um the of the Bahamas it is. But the, oh, Bimini Island. Oh, Bimini. That was like on The Bachelor or The Bachelorette once. Mm -hmm. It had a moment because I think like didn't Jersey go there too? Somebody went there. Maybe. I mean, it's a quick trip and it seems like, you know what I mean? Like it could be expensive. It's all easy to film at. It's so easy to film and easy to get there. It's like a 30 minute, an hour ferry. Like another Housewives has filmed there before. Maybe it was Dallas. I don't know. But you know, like people always act like that's like the craziest word they've ever said. So like Bimini. Oh my God, we're going to Bimini. And so I just like have very distinct mem- memories of somebody in a Betsy voice doing that. Bimini, bamini, bibbity. Let's go. Bibbity, bobbity, boo, bitch. Exactly. <laughs> I saw one of those like um, bridal TikToks on my feed where it was like the one where the bride and like the bridal party, they'll be in their pajamas getting ready. And then she does the voiceover from Cinderella and it's like, bippity boppity boo and then they jump and it's like some kind of twerk music when they're in their nice outfits but like the people who make those have no personality so they're just like staring at the ceiling bouncing in no rhythm and i'm like "Ah." (laughs) here we are living life (laughs) the vibe is just living life speaking of living life i know ruby is so over it but sonia and luann Apparently oh. are getting their own show <laughs> that is very simple life esque in the middle of in in the middle of nowhere or in middle America where they we'll see if they win me over. It's just like when I hear the concept, I'm just like really. But if I see a trailer, I just feel like spinoffs are never that good on Bravo. Yeah, I wonder if it'll be like a Peacock show. They should do that. <laughs> that I think that's best. Because, like, I surely never saw Jackson Brittany take Kentucky because. Ew, I never saw that. Who want to watch that? But we didn't watch Karen Huger's Family Reunion. Did not. I don't watch any of Candy's 72 spinoffs. Yeah, um, I didn't either watch Candy in the game. We didn't watch Portia's Family Matters. We tried. and then we Oh, watched- my oh, God. No, that, no, was, no, no. that show was a shit show. It gave me Bad Girls Club vibes, and I just had to turn it off. <laughs> And they were all related. Like and they were all family. related and baby daddy drama. Yeah. And all of this, it was just too much. I was like, wow, this family is chaotic. Chaos. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't. Um, and then there was another one. The only spinoff I've ever liked, but it's a bias, was Bethany getting married and then Bethany ever after. But that's because she and Jason hated each other every moment of the show. Yeah. Like it's sick to watch because you can't tell who's the villain in that couple them. Like they were because so Bethany is like queen of Bravo. So yeah, 
yeah you know she's perfect well that's the worst thing I've ever said. That's perfect so- for like reality yes, TV. Yes, yes, thank you. Like, and like has a good character. Television yeah. character. Yes. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I was like, she's actually quite terrible too. But yes, for television, <laughs> she's perfect. I do miss like just, I just miss vintage Bravo some days. Like, I miss the innocent times before when yeah. they didn't know, you know, like they didn't know they were going to make money off this and they just acted like assholes because they were assholes. Mm-hmm. I just want that back. But we'll never have it back, so we have to move on. Yeah, unfortunately. <sighs> but and then girls trip, boop boop. That comes on next week, right? No, uh, two weeks. Week after next, twenty third, twenty third. Yeah, along on with head shore. Does it come on on Wednesday or Thursday? It comes on Thursdays. On Peacock. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So we'll cover it, but mm-hmm. um. We may not be able to the first episode because I'll be traveling. Yeah. Um, but it's like the only Thursday I think I'll be gone, um, surprisingly, this summer. So just the one. But then we could just do a double sandwich whammy. Um, I don't know oh, what I'm yeah. talking about. Let's just, oh. you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm, you know, I like sometimes this show is better when I'm tired because I don't ramble as much. <laughs> When I, when I've slept well, you can tell, cause I'm just like, here are a lot of unrelated thoughts. Take it in folks. Take it in. Yeah. I feel like we have more personality when we're not tired though. I'm sure people would agree. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but maybe we yeah. have zero all, all times and we're just really good at tricking people. Possibly. Anywho, I didn't even intro our show. Like I usually do to say welcome to pop of color pod so 20 minutes in welcome to pop of color pod a uh, show about underrated bravo shows with inclusive cast so as a reminder we like to try and focus on casts that either have queer representation color representation people of color um, or just anything else that we don't typically see as the mold i would say yeah so just throwing that in there that's why we're pop of color because we're popping no that's stupid but like, you know, we're a pop personality. <laughs> we are popping. And, and we're of color, of varying colors. Varying colors. I know, but nobody says we're popping anymore. No. That's why I was just like, I sound. There you, know, you know what happened? <laughs> I listened to this week's Throwback Thursday playlist on Spotify. And it was all songs from like the year 2007. So I'm just, you know, giving my best season one gospel. <laughs> Uh, now that that's over now that my little episode is over personal one not this one um we're gonna talk (laughs) about love match atlanta and then we're gonna do just like sprinklings of blow deck sailing yacht and then we're both really into beverly hills and dubai this season as is everybody else we're not special in that regard but we're just gonna do like just sprinkles of like our quick highlights we're not gonna drown in any of those shows but we're very into love match atlanta at least i am very invested so far so want to get into it let's do it i'm ready so we open to ming's birthday which we had just left off on and we know that shay is about to crash ming's birthday party because she was the only person ming didn't invite because the claim of the situation is ming thinks that shay is ghetto because of a discussion she had with Joseph and Paris at Paris's event. I don't think that's true. I think like whatever reason she doesn't like Shay, Mm -hmm. I'm sure that Shay, it's probably that thing of like the fourth wall. Like 
probably outside of the show, Shay has like a good client list and a good following. And because she's at a certain price point, she's probably way more accessible. And so I'm sure Ming has like issue with that. So she's just deciding that like she's established that she doesn't like Shay because of the arguing is my thought. Um, yeah, but I think they're all lame excuses because it doesn't. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think it's made up. I think she's just jealous of Shay. Um, I couldn't with a lot of things about this birthday party. Um, One, her claiming that her husband had eaten bad tuna. Mm hmm. Like, what's another right. one? What was another red flag? Because oh, I like that one. Um, this wasn't a red flag. This is more commentary on her party. Um, the red, black, and gold theme was not cute. Mm-mm. It was very tacky. Just like it, it looked really cheap, is all I felt like with the look. Like if you're just doing like red, black, and gold, and it's not like, oh, Casino Royale, or it's not like a theme. Chinese New Year only. I was gonna Chinese, say Chinese, yeah. You know. <laughs> True. Let me just say, let's not all try to go out and celebrate Chinese New Year without Chinese folk. That's all I'm going to say. I mean, um, but you we know, all do Cinco de like, Mayo, so is that a problem? I'm not going to talk about that. I'm not talking about that. Um, somebody looked at me the other this year and asked me if I was celebrating, and I know what they meant. And I said, you better please walk somewhere else, <laughs> you fucking moron. Uh, excuse. The food spread also looked very mediocre. Like, it just... Look very phone in. She clearly had Consuela, her recruiter, do all of that. And Consuela don't have no taste. That's um, my thought. You know, that was a, not a red flag, but like a what? The fact that her birthday cake had like her. Oh my God. Happy birthday. Like, but then it had her business information under. The cake. I was literally about to say like no shade to you, but it was giving like realtor on a bench ad. That it was, cake. but it was her birthday cake. I'm like, why do you, why are you. That was so embarrassing. Why are you putting your. Why are you like it looked like a signature? <laughs> it was just of an weird email. because everybody that was invited are people she already knows, so they don't need her contact info. Right. Like they know what she does for a living. And then I agree with um like the duo and Shan all them. Like, why if you, this is your mixer with your singles, you shouldn't be doing the whole like birthday arrival, you know, an hour in. You should be there at the beginning working your people mm-hmm. so that you can like that's what you said the point was right so idiot and then um i love lamont just like causing mess our favorite mess he was like hey did you know shay wasn't invited to this party because he knew she was coming (laughs) and then when shay made her arrival i was like let's fucking go okay the yellow she looked so pretty she said come on yellow yeah, she said, she okay, I'm going to make an entrance. And she walked in and sashayed her little outfit. The twirl. The she twirl. Was ready for, she was ready for Atlanta Housewives. She said, give me the title card. Okay, <laughs> team go twirl. twirl. Team twirl. I'm Kenya team more hair care. Kenya more hair care. <laughs> that I, is still my favorite. I don't apologize, everybody. I love Kenya more. Me too. <laughs> I love her so much. Like whenever someone texts something bad about her, I go team twirl forever. Okay. Even though, like, I'm not that deep on Atlanta. But whenever I see her, I'm like, yes. Amber sent me, like, a Twitter thread of all of her best clap bats. And it was just. Oh, I mean, she's a legend, honestly, in her own right. (laughs) So, yeah, Shay's ready for her Atlanta. And then the biggest red flag of what I saw at that party, though, where I was, like, send alarms everywhere. Like, send the first responders was when they were scanning, like, the whole party at a distance. And it's showing all the guests and it goes, 
I see, I'm like, I see a face where I'm like, that kind of looks familiar because I was eating breakfast while I was watching. And it says Apollo, Ming's friend. Apollo, former husband of Phaedra Parks, was at the party. I saw. I said, okay, this is where we're. Who's trying to get with that? Like, he's a mess. I thought he already had a man. I mean, a woman. (laughs) (laughs) I thought he already had a woman. It's getting around. That he was dating. Oh my god, I'm dying. I was alarmed when I saw him. Just I was like, wait, rewind. That's Apollo. Great. That's exactly who we need to see on our big old yikes. Big old yikes. Yeah, Shay appears and Ming acts like she's bothered. Joseph and Paris act like they're bothered. I just didn't like the body shaming, like calling her Big Bird and that big yellow thing. Ming is clearly not a person of thought, as we've just seen throughout this whole season. She's not that deep, so she's gonna just do the cheap shots. Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't like it because she's just clearly two faced. Oh yeah, no. I mean, I didn't even like register that in the sense that like I heard her say it, and I was just like, irrelevant. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's just hater. But you know, she pulls her aside and says like, "I want you to get to know me for myself." Blah blah blah. Like trying to keep it classy and And that's another thing ming just fake receives it like nothing got solved in that moment no because i mean that's another thing shay is like hey i'm not here to start drama like i came here with a gift and i feel like that's when ming was like oh you have a gift okay well she tried to be like like, oh you have a gift like you better because you already crashed my party and it's it's just like not be so trash I want to keep things classy. And then Ming is like, you look fabulous. And I'm like, wow, two seconds ago, you literally called her big bird and a big yellow thing. And now she looks fabulous. Okay. And it was insulting because Ming was like, Shay, you look like a fighter. And I'm like, as the production producers rolled it back, Paris started it. So exactly. by calling them well, thing one and thing two or whatever, she freaking fracked her. The moron said, you can go nicely or you can go unnicely. So exactly. that's, all. that's my comment on that. Yeah. So Yeah, I mean it's clearly a conflict between like the good matchmakers and the bad ones, as in like talent versus none. Yeah. Because the duo and Cher are on one side, and then you have Joseph Paris and Ming on the other side. And there's clearly a difference in quality based on what we've seen so far. I'm team the duo, I'm team Shay, and I'm team Lamont. Team La Messi um but nothing else about that party really um i'll do kind of like the duo and me because their stories were short um like yeah. we had the duo we saw we met kelly's long distance boyfriend who seems really sweet but then we already saw the preview for next week he said he's never moving to atlanta so sounds like a dud which is so weird because they had just talked in her kitchen and he said and she said like we would need a, a place here and he said okay I mean, men. The end. <laughs> the end. Period. Men, the story. <laughs> Liars. I feel like Khloe Kardashian, she's like, you liar! Like, we can never do it in that voice because like, so I was shattering. That yeah. Of yeah. Liar! I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. And like, and like I said before, she's really cute. Cause she's like clearly not used to me on camera still. So it's like, mm-hmm. they just talk in a way that's like very formal, even though it's not meant to be. And then, um, 
we have her and Tana prepping Shay for the date. And then it was like really cute when Tana like video chatted Shay while she was getting ready for her date being like, remember you're beautiful. You're into, you know, like it's one of those things that like, even though she does it for a living, like she needs someone to do that for her when it's, she's the one in the boat. So Mm -hmm. it was really cool um, to see that. And I love like she has a clear vision of what she wants in life and why she wants it too because some people will just be like oh I want a boyfriend and I'll be like why I'm like to sit on the couch and watch Netflix it's like okay what else but she's like I want somebody for my daughter and like to form this relationship and to build something with yeah and I know she said that her last relationship with her daughter's father crushed her so I'm just wondering yeah. like and she says she wants an example for her daughter so I'm like I wonder what happened with that Maybe like over the season that'll be revealed or maybe it never will because honestly, it's none of our business, even though their yeah. business is on Yeah, like she may not want to like put it out there. Right, because that's his business. But I can see why her son is so protective because you remember the last episode when she was like, I'm ready to date. And he was just kind of looking like, mm, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like at that age where he's like actually paying attention and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it probably was something really hard. And like, you know, she it wasn't like she again, she has like a 19 year old, and then she has like a very small child. And so like, she was already at a certain age when she chose to have this child. So she probably made that decision thinking that there was like a bigger future in mind. Yeah, than what turned out to be. And I can't tell if they broke up when her daughter was born, or if it Cause she's, she always is like saying like the daughter is too, but also like two years ago, she hasn't been dating. So I don't know what the tea is, but yeah, she looked gorgeous on her date. She did really well on her date. Like, I didn't know that she had that side to her of like the flirtatiousness and kind of like the, she had like a good spirit. I was like trying to take tips from her. I was like, Oh, that's how you engage in conversation with somebody. Excellent. So it was very cute. Yeah. And you know, just like, therapists they say therapists need therapists like everyone needs someone because you can't see outside of yourself sometimes so but yeah she was super fun which I like don't feel like we've seen that side of her before so I really liked that and the guy was cute too so they just kind of had like a nice little chemistry I hope it I hope we get to see more of it throughout the season yeah me too all right do you want to take a break here and restart Yep. Sounds good. All right. So as we said, Tana like pumps up Shay for her date. And I really enjoyed seeing her on the date because she was just so like, kind of like flirty, which is a mm-hmm. side we haven't seen of her before and just like super fun. And I'm not saying that I didn't think she could be, but you know, like, again, something we both relate to is like, we're both very serious at work. And so like, I know at least for myself, if anybody, no one at my work thinks I'm fun. Let me be real. Or maybe like, two thirds of them because I'm just so like on, like we have to do this and like, this needs to be, and like, we're here to work. Like, I'm like, if there's like a little fun, cool. But like, otherwise, you know, I'm just like very focused. And so I think people, if they seem like in personal life, like we did do a happy hour and like one of the assistants was like, wow, you're super different. I'm like, yeah, because I don't have to give a fuck about anything right now. Like (laughs) I just have to have a drink and a taco. Like it's called layers, man. Yeah. But still, it caught me off guard to see Shay like that. Um, And I really enjoyed it. Like, I was, like, taking little cues, like, oh, this is how you do, like, flirting, as they say. I know. Because I was like, hmm. Like, at least her, like, the advice she gives other people, she can practice on herself to have, like, an enjoyable date. And the fact that they connected, 
and she was just saying like it just felt like it was someone that she already knew I'm wondering if they're still dating now like I want to I want to know I I hope they are and then that also is credence to Kelly and Tana's abilities because we'll talk about some of the other date we'll talk about the other date we saw later in the episode whoo that is not matchmaking people that was some garbage (laughs) and like we had you know Ming's client went rogue and then um the other dates went mediocre, but those guys are having trouble. So again, like I said, there's good matchmakers and there's bad ones and it's clear who's who. So, um, I know, I hope they're dating, but it was just like cute to see like, you know, the chemistry and the ease and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, I did go, Ooh, when she, when he was like, I'll take the check. And she said, yeah, you will take the check. <laughs> I'm usually not that brazen. I'm thinking that, but I'm not going to say it out loud yet. Yeah. Usually I'm, I'm just good. like, like I oh just God. wait, wait to see what they do. If they instantly take it, then yeah. I'm like, oh, great, thanks. But yeah, I'm you like, know, oh, if it's just so sitting much. on the table, I'm like, oh, you've, you got, okay, great. Even though that's what I expect, because if not, yeah, we're never yeah. talking again. But you again. didn't act like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if not, we're never talking again. <laughs> but we're not. <laughs> we're talking and we're telling you that you should have paid for it. That's what's happening. Yeah. Then we have like a sprinkle of Ming. I didn't really care. She did that thing that I hate on Bravo where there's always like pre-done scenes. And so like hers is like teaching her daughter to drive. And it's like, oh, how many times have we seen that? And the mom acts anxious and makes the kid nervous and they scream in the car. Like, Yeah, I skipped all of that. I just said Ming's Ming is not a good enough drive. actress for all that. Miss, he ate bad tuna. So right, moving on. <laughs> and then that's her name. Right. <laughs> Mrs. He ate bad tuna. <laughs> Mrs. Bad Tuna. How about Mrs. That? Bad Tuna. <laughs> and then um, most of the episode focused kind of on Joseph and Paris. Otherwise, aside from Shay's date, um, they set up their client, Kiana. And let me tell you something. Paris ordering peach Moscato told me everything I ever need to know about Paris. <laughs> I was just like, mm. <laughs> Okay. Just let it out, India. <laughs> I mean, I am also judging a peach moscato at this age and like our you lives. already you already know that there's like a couple things I'm pretentious about. And the wine. I mean, if like if moscato is your thing, just do sparkling and just do regular. Like when you're doing the flavors, like something's wrong with you. Just order apple juice. It's fine. You don't right. need buzz. <laughs> the hangover from that sugar is going to be way worse. Okay. Because I'm like, if you wanted to really do like a peach, like kind of like drink, just shoot for a Bellini then. Like, yeah. and muddle your own peaches. I don't know. Yeah. I just think there are just like more grown up, mature ways of drinking alcohol. Yeah. It's just very weird. Cause it's like, you could ask for a Diet Coke. Like, it's fine. You don't have to have alcohol. But if you're going to have alcohol, have real ass alcohol. Yeah, not just like something. Oh, I can't even think like the the thought of Moscato at this age, at our big age right now, is like making my taste buds triggered. Yeah, disgusting. Um, also, like it says a lot about them that they were as dressed up as they were to be at like the most low budget sushi restaurant I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I was wondering where they were. I was trying to figure out. It does not look like somewhere you go. Like, it looks like it was, like, takeout. You know, like, when you go to, like, Chinese takeout and there's a few tables in the... Like, it looked like that. There's this place in... uh, Is that Midtown? That 
looks like that and it actually isn't low budget but like they have like a lot of booths and stuff that makes it look low budget so I was, for a second i was like is that that place but i don't know i couldn't think of where they were well there were lots of people in t-shirts and jeans around them so i think they were doing yeah. a lot they were doing i saw that i saw oh yeah i saw the egg rolls or the spring rolls and that was more interesting than this conversation <laughs> <laughs> absolutely and then of course joseph had like teriyaki chicken i was like mm. <laughs> that's all i can say um, but yeah they have so they have um this comedian named kiana and like joseph's like you met her on clubhouse right and i was like oh my god i can't i can't with the recruitment methods in this quote business right. and then they literally like when before they went into the description they were just like they were like oh we found this guy for you Tavarius," and they were like this is his age and this is his height and he's hot and like that's literally all they said at first and it was just like you're giving us nothing and then later they claimed like in their confession like oh we picked him because he's an entrepreneur and he does this and likes that and it's like no that's not why you picked him and he and wasn't even when, hot in that picture i'm like oh i did not find him attractive period i was no. like no they picked a good date for uh the duo picked a good date for shay he was cute mm-hmm. this gentleman was not attractive and then they go on their date and it's horrible because the man's just like talking about he reminded me of the man that you met at Target a couple weeks ago with the candles, Mr. Direct. Hey, yo, I'm going to be real straight up with you. Sir. Like when he was just like, I'm about flying and you're like, a, I'm like a bumblebee and you're honey. I was like, oh my God. Like he said, why do people talk like this? And he said, I that's feel like how a you bumblebee. know Joseph and Paris did no interview on him. Thinking I feel that like that a was... bumblebee. And she said, why? Because you look like honey to me. <laughs> like, they didn't prep him or anything either. Because, Sir, like, are you 75 years old? <laughs> <laughs> they did no prep because, like, a comedian has to be smart to be a successful comedian. Yeah. So when you have someone doing a bumblebee honey analogy to them, they're going to be turned off immediately. She should have done like G and packed up the food and then called them and said, don't. And I'm like, did he have to wear no, no disrespect to the hat, but did he have to wear that beanie (laughs) on the Uh, day? uh, He, I know he said he's an entrepreneur, but he looked like not that. He looked raggedy. He looked raggedy. He looked, I was going to say he looked like a truck driver, but that's disrespecting the truck drivers. (laughs) (laughs) Truck drivers don't deserve that kind of disrespect. (laughs) They deserve respect <laughs> i'm doing real well tonight <laughs> like on a roll i mean i was gonna say truck drivers are human beings too but i'm like no they that's... sure are and they have a purpose when they're dressed in the way they are because they need to be comfortable in the truck exactly so you're at a restaurant you should be impressed on a date a lady if that's his version of impressive what do you think he looks like in the home i mean he didn't look like he bathed <laughs> no he didn't Cause he had like, did he have twists or did he have dreads? I couldn't. I tell. think they were twists from that picture, but they were just like, school, like squarely across yeah. his face, and his beard they hair was like off oh, of the his beard face. Hair. We've discussed this. We've discussed this. If you can, it can't be off the, the face. Hair. Yeah. No. Ugh. Ugh. Mm. Unwashed. 
The only type of beard hair that I'm like, it can, I can, you know, like it can be fine is when it's like a little fro type of beard, like where they like shave it down, like along, you know, like those square, yeah, Yeah, but like nice and groomed, like not scraggly all over the place. And no, if the hair is pointing outward, it's not happening. No. And that means you don't really take care of it either. Correct. You don't and brush it. You don't. If you don't take care of put grease in, or whatever in it, beard cream. I don't know. Oil, 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 beard oil. There we go. <laughs> cream. <laughs> I was like, you were gonna like fuck up someone's face right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and if he doesn't care, take care of that. How's he gonna take care of you in a few ways? Ew. That's all I gotta say. Ew. <laughs> I mean, she surely didn't let him take care of her. Mm-mm. She said, please go home. And I don't know why they seemed shocked that she wasn't into him. Like, Paris seemed kind of defensive. Like, we use an algorithm and we use data to match. And I'm like... The algorithm is her fingers. There is no algorithm. That's a joke. Yeah. She's a fucking moron. So I'm like, is the algorithm you use based on your app? Because... No, it's... I do not believe she has an algorithm. Yeah. I believe she's a liar. I believe that the algorithm is she sits on her ass all day and just goes through the database and goes, what were her general requirements? And then just pulls a bunch of people and then says, who looks hot to me? Which she dates Joseph. So that's what looks hot to her. Okay. So, <laughs> naturally, she said Tavarius. Ding, ding, ding. Questionable taste already. Yeah. So her their client was very nice about it, though. She didn't have to be. I, I like G way more where she was like, I don't have time to waste. Fix it. Oh, G would have never chosen them as matchmakers no. from the beginning. She chose people with abilities. And, and she would have had way more. Like she would have, like, I feel like she has way too much attitude, like, or like assertiveness that Paris would pop off on her. Because yeah, Paris is a pop offer. Yeah. And also Paris doesn't have respect for like other women. Mm-mm. You can tell that. She's not a girl's girl. You know, she's people probably love girl. to say that. Girl code. She's not a girl's girl. She's not. Alarm, alarm. And worse, <laughs> worse than ever, she's a Gemini. <laughs> I mean, so are a lot of my best friends. Yeah, so. I like, I actually like Geminis. So, But that's be- the thing. No, there's either really seen. great Geminis or there's devil ones. Mm-hmm. I have two uncles who are Geminis too, and they are polarizing. I don't know about Gemini men that I have I mean, no experience with. Our former president that no one liked was a Gemini. Oh, number four. Well, he's alive, a, I've heard, but. Number 45 was a, a Gemini? Yeah. Ew. <laughs> I mean, and, and so is Kanye. And I was literally about to say, you're about to defend him, but so is yeah. So, again. I didn't mean to put those two it's in. Giving, it's together, giving but. psycho. No disrespect to people's mental health. Even genius? Creative no. genius. Yeah, he's a creative genius, but he is a little psycho. Had, hasn't been in the past couple years <laughs> i believe he still has been in the past couple years i think he is a creative genius uh, completely um i actually have a little yay book for full of yay gisms or like <laughs> yay phrases okay yay yeah yeah keep digging girl <laughs> oh man anyway anyway india defender of yay i know um, sadly moving right along uh joseph and paris go to her parents house it was so funny because when they first showed the words mount holly i was like what street is that thinking we were still in atlanta and then it was like 235 miles outside of atlanta georgia is wherever paris is from right and i'm like are y'all taking a, a day night trip because 235 miles is a long way i know i wondered if they drove 
They must have. Maybe they yeah, drove. I think they like drove. Yeah. Friday morning and then they stayed till like Monday morning or something. Yeah, because I was like, there's no way they just went for the day. They don't need eight hours to swipe through their app to find matches for people. <laughs> They're fine. Um, that's what happens. You're an entrepreneur. You can make your own schedule or so I hear. And so. Uh, to an extent, but you also never stop working. Yeah. Like but, when people are like, it's the weekend. Woo. It's like, okay, how am I going to make money today? <laughs> oh, I have another appointment today. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't need financial freedom. <laughs> I like the safety net afforded by public service. Um, anyways, that's a, a tangent. Um, that's another podcast. Uh, so they were like at the parents' house. And so like, you know, we get to see who Paris is, which is a person. Um, you know, like she said, that she's a Gemini. Her other side is called Denise. I went, whoo not surprised then that's when joseph was like yeah me and denise break up all the time i'm like you should stop saying that like you should stop telling people these things because it doesn't make you more transparent right and it just makes you look dumb as fuck at that right and it i feel like it um like it contradicts like all of the stuff that they've said before yeah they're a mess but it looks like they're probably en route to be engaged. So I really hope we see that wedding in season two and that divorce in season three. Or the marriage and divorce in the same season. Ooh. Or they're not even, or the wedding not even happening. Or the wedding not being legal. Like they'll do a wedding for television, but it's not legal. Like they forgot, Mm -hmm. they quote, forgot the certificate. And so then they're just like, they break up and it doesn't matter. There's no consequence. But I'm weak because like my closed captions are, they're not for people of color because every time Joseph talks, <laughs> every other time it goes, um, it has parentheses and says unsure of word. <laughs> like the, <laughs> the closed captioning folks on my TV don't know what Joseph is ever saying. Like when he's in his interviews, he slows down. But when he's just talking, he talks so fast and mumbles that like. Nothing about it. Joseph and also nothing about him makes me empathize with him no. or sympathize. Like when he did, what was crazy is like he talked about how close he was to Paris's dad because he didn't have that dad figure. And he's like, because, and then he just starts crying. So we don't know what happened with the dad. So we can't even feel empathy for him. I was just like, okay. It seemed fake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everything seems made up. I think Joseph has a child, right? Mm. I don't know. I don't think so. I think he showed it once on oh. like a picture. I was like, I, I got a kid. Once. And then was like, <laughs> here's Paris, my other kid. Basically. Um, and then I did like Paris's dad recognizing he had strong daughters. Cause again, sometimes fathers of color don't always uh, support that. So mm-hmm. that was cute and endearing. And then, um, I thought it was weird that in Joseph's confessional, he said, it's just crazy. Like we found each other when we weren't looking. Y'all were on the dating app. What, what do you mean, mean you weren't looking? looking? And it's your own dating app. It's your own app. She was on it. You're literally you getting high on, on your app. own supply and saying, you don't know. It just was serendipitous. Like I'm so confused. Like Candy Burris, the lies. The, the lies. lies. <laughs> I don't know why the other day, but that same, I think, was that? No, I don't think that was the same reunion. For some reason, in my head, all that, I don't know why it popped in my head, but Nini's, where is your scooter? Where is it? (laughs) (laughs) 
I just always, uh, Justin always hits me with, I shed what I shed. Um, <laughs> I shed what I shed. Yeah. I love that. Um, Marla talking about being tired and Kenya was like, you look tired. <laughs> like Atlanta gives everything at all times. I'm almost done with my um, OC full rewatch. Um, as people can tell, because if you see stories about the OC old seasons, it's me <laughs> just yeah. you know, filling my free time. Um, I mean, seasons nine through 11, peak, peak OC. It's Kelly Dodd's first season. So mm-hmm. they're in Ireland and they're all icing her out. And it's amazing. Is that the season where um, Vicky was being carried out and she had a blanket over her? <laughs> no, that's season 12. That's like a bad season overall, but I'm excited to revisit it in a binge because I feel like it's more tolerable when you're yeah. not like, looking for action week to week. Um, like I underappreciated how good like seasons 10 and 11 were. Like Vicky was just peak. Season 11 is really good because she had just broken up with Brooks and it towards the end is when she starts dating Steve, but she's like so horny. And so she's just like always talking about men. And then uh, they're in Ireland and they're at like at the Irish step dancing and they look for a volunteer and Vicky's literally like humping this Irish man um, who's one of the dancers and he's like humping her back. And she's like, I think I'm pregnant. <laughs> oh wait, I think I remember. Just, and then camera in her confessionals is like, grandma's a tramp. <laughs> <laughs> like it was peak Tamara too, so. I miss those days. Do you think Tamara is going to be back on OC this season? Oh, she's trying. She's trying real hard. Mm-hmm. Like, and they'll probably take her. I, I The only reason I hope they take her back, and this is terrible, is because she's in like an art. I hope they bring back Kelly and Tamara. But I don't think they'll ever bring back Kelly because mm-hmm. too much Fox News. Um, but I wish that they would bring... Tamara back because she was like mad at Heather Dubrow about something and she like talked about it on her podcast I don't know I just read something on yeah Instagram. and I would just like I love when they're fighting because they're both so dramatic like Heather is so fucking dramatic is the only thing I took away from this rewatch like she was always that annoying we just like didn't mind it as much because she was smarter than the other women yeah but now now that we have Shannon it's like no Heather can leave. Yeah, I wonder what her other placements are because the organization and like, you know, like just being organized and together, put together is very Capricorn of her. But then, but the the dragging, you know what I mean? Like the always nagging either, is like. I think she either has a water moon or like she either has a Cancer Pisces moon or she has a Leo moon because she's also like always needs attention. And she makes fun of Terry for telling all the same jokes. But when you binge this show, you realize she says the same jokes also all the time. It's always like, did I hear a cork pop? Or she like retells the same stories and things like that. And it's just like, oh, you're lame as fuck. So. But I love how inclusive they are and embracing of their kids and their sexualities and whatever they want to do in their lives, which is great. Love to see it on camera. Anyway. Oh, not on camera. Anyways. There's other shows we watch. Um, we'll just do, like we said, little sprinkles. Um, so Sailing Out was like kind of a sad episode because mm-hmm. like Marco, your baby is in his feelings. I know. Um, muy triste, you know, the tears. Let me know if you want a hug. <laughs> I'm, I'm here for a, D- a DM us, Marcos, if you want India to give you a hug. I will she's, give you a hug. She's pretty. A very long one. If you want that hug to lead to like oh. cuddling, that's fine too. <laughs> Okay, Vicky Gumbleson, season 11. Like, Grandma's a tramp. <laughs> Grandma India's a tramp. 
yikes but yeah he does he needs a hug um they did like a bunch of like boat drama which i never care about where they're like the wind and the dragon i don't um, care about any of that news i want to see people make out and get drunk that's why i watched this show yeah um it was funny that like everybody was complaining like oh i didn't sleep on the rocking boat because to me that's like the most comfortable so i would have been knocked out i do not mind it oh i get no. seasick so the i fall asleep best me. in a moving car so <laughs> the motion does not <laughs> The motion doesn't bother me. Like whenever I visit my parents, um, I claim it's the time zone change, but literally anytime I get in the car with them, they have like a whole photo album of me asleep while they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and it's just like me and her, she's sleeping together. So cute. Um, I, I think that was, there was, yeah, there wasn't really anything interesting. Like they did a relay race, which they won. Um, that's what it was. Um, I also like, um, there was just like little moments in this episode that really got me. Ashley is a scoundrel with food. It wasn't just the spaghetti night. Like they were doing a break. You know how some people can't eat, right? Yeah. Like, or you just can't watch them. them eat. And like that motherfucker, like she was standing in the galley or in the crew mess eating something and she was shoving it in her mouth the same way she shoved that spaghetti. And I went, oh, so this is not an alcohol issue. This is a you're an animal issue. <laughs> and I said, who wants to fuck that? She's literally a child. Literally a child. I know. I was weak when both Ga- Gary and Daisy were like, ugh, because she was like, I want to be on it. I want to be on it. And they were both like mi- mimicking her. I was like, come on, synergy, compatibility. Right. And then the fact that like Ashley went and told the guests like, yeah, I told them I wanted to be in the race. And Daisy was like, you never do that. The guests do not need to know what's going on like in-house. Like she really yeah, scolded her. Yeah, just getting <laughs> floppy. But I will say at least, you know, it's weird that she like decides who she wants to take feedback from, but at least it seems that she takes professional feedback well from Daisy. I mean, she knows she has to. Well, she had just decided that she wasn't going to take it from Gabby, even though Gabby yeah. outranked her. So I think she actually does respect Daisy. And so she does take the constructive criticism from her. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot. This was like all the Canadian people. They were very sweet, but very dorky. Like they mm-hmm. were very, and I was like, is that my friends and I look like sometimes like with all the themes and the, you know, overexcitedness and stuff, but I also wouldn't be like, can we please savor a champagne? Like, I feel like that's always like such a thing to be like, look yeah. at this one thing I can do. Cause I don't have personality, you know? So they, they were very sweet. Um, the hurricanes, I'm gonna do that to some people where they took the shot and slap. Yeah. The them. shot and slap. Yeah. I was like, I thought I learned everything trashy there was where we went to college, but that was amazing. And I wish I had known about that in college because I used to just slap people because they pissed me off. At least I could have said it was a game if we had done a shot first. <laughs> Take a shot, throw water in your face, slap. I've seen it somewhere else, like on, an, on another show, but I don't know what show that was. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, that was hilarious. But yeah, they were very sweet. The episode was kind of sad. Daisy is just like, I'm turning on Daisy again. Like she was like, being super annoying, um, like not paying attention for Marcos and then being like, I'm sorry. And like kind of smiling weird when he was sad. It was just like, she's in her own little world. Like I don't yeah. think she means ill intent, but she was just all over the place. Yeah, definitely. And her just being annoyed at Scarlett. And it's like- for That's like, just like she's haterade. Like, Cause definitely. my only thing is, is if Scarlett's off the clock and it's like, okay, we'll go to bed. 
don't tell me what to do. If I want to stay up and read a book until five o'clock in the morning, but I'm still mm-hmm. up and able to do my job. Yeah. Like leave me the fuck alone. Don't micromanage me. And so I think it's annoying that, yeah, Gary wanted to have a chat with Scarlett, but so what? Like if she's off the clock, she's allowed to do whatever she wants. So don't go up there and say like, Hey Scarlett, like, come on. Like yeah. you could be helping me if you don't want to go to sleep. And it's like, bitch, like I'm allowed to do what I want on my off time. Yeah, exactly. So well, I, I don't think agree the one that. where they went up, I think Scarlett was working. I think it was later. I don't know. But yeah. I can't remember, but it happened on a couple of occasions. And then Scarlett yeah, it was just that it was repeated. Yeah. It. Yeah. And then Ashley, of course, instigating. I'm like, this bitch is so annoying. 23. And I just wonder if she like looks at herself on TV and is like, so I'm no. the villain. <laughs> I'm no, the villain. She def- no, she definitely is like, yeah, I did that. And that needed to happen. You know what I mean? Like, she might mm-hmm. see that like, people think she is probably like when there's tweets and stuff but i'm sure she doesn't even watch that edit and think it's villainous yeah i'm sure she goes like look how they show how badly he hurt me and like how nobody understands me you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like when you're that person that's like the wrong one you're always like everybody's against me and it's like no if everybody else is fine you're the problem think on that <laughs> I don't really care that badly about you, Ashley, but it's just perspective. <laughs> you just reminded me of Mean Girls when um when Janet was like, suck on that. <laughs> oh yes, Janice Ian, babe. Anyway. Oh, I'm Gretchen I'm sorry everybody's so jealous of me because my dad, the inventor of toaster Toaster strudels. <laughs> and then Regina said, I couldn't wear, wear hoop earrings. <laughs> I know. Lacey Chabert, all over Hallmark, loves it. Yeah. All right. Little sprinkles of Beverly Hills. I just want to say that I'm over Crystal officially. Mm-hmm. I'm over Crystal Kong Minkoff. Go back to the Lion King. We don't need you here. Like, yeah. the whole drama of, like, I'm not going to say what was said, but it was fucked up, and it's bad that all of you don't think so. If we don't know what was said, we can't support you you know what i mean like it's just yeah. so stupid and what you're yeah. saying is da- damaging like yeah and then she's like well well but she never has an answer for it and it's just annoying as fuck never has an answer and then on top of that when she asked like when we found out what Sutton said which was just like i grew up inclusively and i want my kids to be inclusive like i want them to have friends of all different races and this is what like everything should look like because I genuinely think Sutton is, like, a good person. Like, and I think yeah. that, like, she's non-judgmental and she wants to, like, give everyone a chance and she's open and love that about her. Yeah. Whereas, like, Crystal taking that and saying, like, you know, because Crystal said, well, more needs to be done than just having friends that are of different colors. And Sutton acknowledged that, like, yeah, of course. Yeah, exactly. But the fact that Kristen, Crystal took that and then was, like, what she said was, what did she say? Damaging? No. What did she say? She said dark, dangerous? Dark. dark. What she said was dark. And then to Garcelle's like, then to ask Garcelle, like, you know, like, do you agree as the, basically as the other woman yeah. of color across the table? Do you agree? Yeah. And Garcelle's like, no, I don't. Like. Well, I know you said you didn't watch what, watch what happens live, but I saw most of it. And she now is saying that the pool comment wasn't the even though she said it was at that dinner. So she's just all over the place. And then Andy was like, so what did she say? And Chris was like, I'm just not that kind of girl. Like, I'm just not going to bring it up. 
like, and she's like, that's just about who, that's just like who I am. And I'm like, so who you are is not a good housewife because a good housewife tells us what happened. And again, like they said, if it had been bad, they would have, and like Sutton was lying, the editors do not favor anyone. They would have put it on camera. Mm -hmm. Like they would have put all Erica's Jane shit on camera. They would have put it on camera. And like, and like they put the pool comment on camera. So Mm -hmm. like, what is it? Hopefully they talk about it at the reunion, but I feel like Crystal's going to keep playing coy and it's bullshit. Like it's so stupid. Oh, and facts. And it's over her. Facts. I, which is sad. I'm, because I'm I, Kyle. I'm Kyle at their one-on-one. She's like, are we going to be dramatic about that? Like, that's me. I'm like over it. Yeah. Cause I'm like, okay. And then Sutton, you know, I wish Sutton would just say it too, but it's like apples and oranges. No, but, like, but I don't think Sutton knows because Sutton, is claiming it's the pool comment. No, so. I'm saying like when Sutton said like, this is like, I like you, but this is why, like, I mean, I've heard that you have issues yeah. with friends, like that you backstab oh, your friends. Oh, that thing, the the power thing. Yeah. 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 Chris but, like comment on that too, on Watch What Happens Live. And it's like, I mean, if like all people can say about me is that I have powerful friends, like I don't feel bad about that. Like, it's just so like um, vague. And, but like, the fact that like, yeah, and the fact that Lisa the fact Rinna, that Rinna co-signed on it and she didn't even like Sutton anymore because yeah. they all kind of run in the same circle outside of the show because like Rinna's the one who brought Sutton in and then Sutton and um, Crystal have similar circles. So yeah. the fact that Rinna, who doesn't even like Sutton at this point, co-signed that comment. And then of course it's like, but I just like wasn't going to say it because yeah. I'm classy. It's like eye roll, whatever. Yeah, and I'm like, even though Erica kept bringing up, like, well, you treated me like this last year. It's like, bitch, please stop. Like, yo, every time Erica jumps in on Sutton's conflicts with other people, the editors play the clown music, like the music that's like signaling hijinks mm-hmm. are happening. So they're literally telling you, like, don't take Erica seriously. This is a joke. Right. But then it's also Erica can acknowledge, like, what you're saying is damaging because basically what you're giving, what you're saying is like people, you're giving people the chance to fill in the blanks and basically saying that Sutton. Yeah. racist like yeah. that's what you're implying like she's enabling it to be much worse so that yeah. like, the focus is on Sutton being a bad person and that's bullshit and Kyle's like wait like why is she even bringing this up because that like Garcelle brought up the you know like are you that person that doesn't that says you don't see color mm-hmm. but the conversation about the pool thing happened the day after so it's like yeah like Crystal is also mistelling the story and then blaming it on Kyle being drunk so yeah which is fucked up too. Like, I hate when people do that. Like, well, you didn't know you were drunk. Then like, why are you bringing me into it? Cause earlier she was Stop saying, gaslighting me. And well, that's what Kyle was saying. Yeah. Cause earlier she had said, Kyle, you were there. You should know. And when Kyle said, I didn't hear anything. She's like, well, you were drunk. Then which one is it? Like pick one. Yeah. Crystal is inconsistent and we don't fuck with that on pop of color. We only f- deal in facts. Not yeah. Feelings. Yeah. The episode was messy, but it was, it was a good episode. I still stand Diana for no reason yet. So I feel like she's going to disappoint me soon because sometimes when I like someone just for superficial reasons, they tend to be trash people. So hope I'm wrong. I feel like it's coming. Yeah. There's something very like, I don't know. There, there is something off and I just want to know what it is. So I can make, I just want to know why she's on the show. If you have all this money, you don't have like, you're not promoting so far any type of business. Like you're not like, it's, she it's does a, have a business though, based on her Instagram. She sells some kind of like fancy water that helps quote, you know, again. Okay. So maybe they just haven't mentioned it helps yet. Their brain. They haven't done that part yet. So it could be that. I mean, it could also just be like, you know, if you haven't, you've checked off all the other boxes on your list of life, like let's be famous. So yeah. like, 
the common person or like maybe they said you could reach a lot more people and get more money out of this yeah maybe you gotta support that fiance he don't look like he's working Hmm. yeah i mean speaking of another fiance or husband stansberry and sergio oh he's not cute everyone keeps telling me he's cute and i I think he is i think he's a pretty boy but like a like he looks like a barbie doll like a candy yeah like it's just not my type so i'm just my type either i don't need you to be prettier than me yeah i don't need you to be pretty i like rugged rugged uh, gotta be right i was watching um tattoos Yes. I was watching No Time to Die, um, the 007 movie on the plane last week. Wow, that's a long-ass movie. Well, I had to watch on a plane. watched over two flights. Okay. Because I was like, that's a long-ass um, movie to watch on in one sitting on a plane. Well, I had one long flight, but I think I was finishing another movie that I hadn't finished yet. Because, <laughs> like, I had, to, I had to wait a month to finish Spider-Man because I, like, watched it from minnesota to here so that's like a 90 minute flight so i saw like up to when they summoned andrew garfield and then Mm. i had to like wait till this next trip and then i finished that one and started no time to die on the way to denver and then i finished on the way back Mm, but um the whole point being daniel craig mm, he's hot he is a hottie oh And and he's like clean but he's also like rugged too you know what i mean he just looks like a clean bad boy. Like, like pick me a up. A British bad boy. Out. Ooh, British bad boy. Yes, definitely adding that to the list of types. Mm-hmm. Want to take one more break and then wrap up with Dubai? Let's do it. Hello. But yeah, we have Sergio. Well, correctly, it's Sergio, but Caroline seems set, dead set against saying any part of his name correctly because mm-hmm. she can't even say his last name, even though it's going to be her last name. Yeah. So she's a mess. Thanks, colonizer. But then we have um who else? I love the other husbands though on Dubai. Like I'm into uh I don't know their names yet, but Lisa's husband. Ion and Lee yeah, yeah, Ion and Lisa's husband. Speaking of British bad boy, except he seems like a good boy. Mm-hmm. Uh Lisa's husband has his little accent. So I like that. And then I was weak. So I liked this episode because like we're clearly establishing like everyone has a rival now. Because mm-hmm. Nina and Stanbury are fake friends and they're going to become rivals again, I think. No, no, no. I take that back. What do I, think I want? I think it is Lisa. Hold, please. Lisa is going to become, I think Lisa is going to become enemies with Nina because she's like, Nina's being fake as fuck about the whole, like being friends with Stanbury and all that stuff. Mm. And then we have Stanbury being, rivals with ion and then i think just based on the trailer because i've had to see it so many times now i think brooks and sarah are gonna have an altercation at some point too not altercation but like they're not gonna be friends yeah either. which sarah heart love her oh yeah although i did find out because i was like we need to get to the bottom of this she's not a real doctor medical or otherwise she has and i hate when people do that she has an honorary doctorate in business. So it's like mm. Taylor Swift saying she's a doctor because she spoke at NYU graduation and has like an honorary doctor. Y'all, that's not real. Mm, I didn't know I'm that. just throwing that up. And so she she's just one of those people who like is online and had a following. So she says things as if they're facts. And so people just take it as fact. You know what I mean? Like she was throwing on a lot of vocabulary 
in the episode where I was like, I need, you know, I'm like Shay and the duo, I'm like, where are the credentials, you know, just throwing around the trauma and throwing around this. She's a certified life coach at least. So yeah, we just need to see where she was certified. And what she was doing. So. But I do agree with like her saying, because she's like, I think Ayan was triggered. And I can tell based off of like what Stansberry was saying and that the reaction that Ayan was having. So I was like, okay, like she made some good points because then Ayan later said like, I was very much triggered. Yeah. Which looks out that she was right because I was like, or she could just be wanting to make drama for a television program. You know what I mean? She was right in that like Ayan has a thing. But also, like, I kind of understand uh, Stanbury being like, that's not my problem. Because at the same time, like, she didn't do anything wrong. Like, the person who did something wrong was Ion's friend, Brooks. Like, she's the one who stirred up all the shit and mm-hmm. picked the triggering words. Like, how the fuck is Stanbury supposed to know that um, important people means anything to, like, Ion? Like, that's, you know, yeah. not her fault. So um, it was like, nice you know that Ion shared her story and that Sarah cared enough to like talk to her about it and whatever but like not not Sambury's problem quite honestly yeah no like because she also said she invited people important to her so that's like your family and your friends right if you have just said that you don't like her why would you be important to her just because she invited the other girls no so but I do agree with not talking about something if someone's not invited like at the the, group of people but the point of the show is like you're talking about the things that you've been doing on the show. Yeah, true. But in general, as like a rule of thumb, it's like if someone's not invited, don't talk about it like in front of them. I just think that that's really D class A and rude. Yeah. <laughs> I saw it went D class A. I know. I was like, okay, adequate queen. Well, not <laughs> adequate. The Paris is rubbing off on me. You know, money can't buy you class. Elegance. Or you can learned. go unnicely. Yeah. I'm like giving that. <laughs> yeah I guess it's just like to me it's like if it's on the show they're literally paid to talk about what they're doing on the show yeah um and like and again Ion's reaction is again I'm not trying to police people but like her reaction was very disproportionate to the situation so that's why I don't have like that much sympathy it's like everyone's like you look ridiculous and then she's you know funny like with all of the confidence and the I look so fucking good and like I'm a good fucking dance you know like and clearly, now that we know this little story, she's just overcompensating for, like, the lack that she felt as a young person. Yeah. So she should go to therapy so that she can shut the fuck up because it's not going to be funny after three seasons. Yeah. I mean, I hope that she's going to therapy because she easily recognized that that's what triggered her. Like, it was just yeah. so easy for her to be like, this triggered me. But now it's like, okay, if you are in therapy and this triggers you, like, we've got to find yeah action steps like like you can be entertaining without like being hoping mechanisms. repetitive yeah yeah because like if she continues on the same path then she's going to be like in aviva from new york where she's just like always going to blame it throwing on her leg on the table probably she'll probably throw her throw leg wig on the table. <laughs> she's no, not. probably she'll probably toss her real leg on the table because she's long enough but Which, like can we talk about this i'm sorry i am in a yawn fan i really am but the so way, some of these wigs are awful. Like Oh, I was like, is that why you're defending so hard? No, <laughs> some of these wigs look like brooms or mops. Like the way that it's like, I don't know if it's the way that it's sectioned on her hair. I, like and too too far up or like Again, I'm not as well versed in like wigs for actual proper use. I only have the like mental episode wigs that I wear. Um, they don't have like I mean, I don't know too much about wigs either, but I know when one looks good. 
Yeah. Well, I just thought it was like a commentary on fact, you know, like she is like trying to give the avant-garde of it all. So I just assumed that, but she did say she was sweating out the wig that she was wearing with Sarah. So maybe they're not that expensive yet. Yeah. Um, Cause that wig that she wore to the dinner with, or the lunch with Nina, it looked like, uh, what's her name? I want to swing from the chandelier. Oh, Sia. Yeah. yeah. Like she had one like that in her confessional too. That was kind of weird. Yeah, the the one I really like is when she's in that orange dress in her confessional, her first confessional look. Oh, she looks so so stunning, so stunning. Oh yeah, she just has the sleek. Yeah, but I feel like that's easier to wear. Hmm. Um, um, I was weak that Lisa called uh, Brooks having multiple personality syndrome or something because it's like some days she's Afro Latina, some days she's Jamaican, some days she's whatever <laughs> African American. Like I was done, but it's like funny because. I feel like she should understand because she code switches too, mm-hmm. right? You know, like sometimes you hear the Jamaican accent more than you hear the American accent. And so, you know, how do you But say I that? mean, she's also first generation, like American, I think. Like her, her family's yeah. from Jamaica and like they moved to America. So yeah. I feel like that's way more like apparent, you know, like. Yeah. I mean, it's like your mom is your first generation via your mom, right? Yeah. And anybody that I know that's a first generation, it's like. Sometimes their parents' accents come out and it's like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Heavy as fuck. Especially <laughs> in a Jamaican family, I'm well, sure. Well, oh, no, no. I'm not I'm not shading her for having accent, but I just think it's funny that then she is saying that Brooks oh, yeah. has, like, all these accents. Because it's like, we don't know, if, like, we don't know her backstory. Because I know her maiden name is something in Spanish. Like, I feel like it's Rodriguez or something. So and she was like, sometimes she, then one minute she she's Emirati. <laughs> I'm like okay oh yeah when she said that I was done I was sent but yeah no I like that's why I said like I can't say anything because I code switch plenty I feel like if I do an accent though it's not my mom's accent because her voice is very specific but I just do like what I think other Puerto Ricans sound like when they're speaking English like my family so <laughs> there it's okay it's <laughs> but like if people who know my mom hear me pretend to imitate her they're like that's not what she sounds like and like shut the fuck up you're ruining the fun like I I'm telling a story huh <laughs> I said I code switch at work especially oh, yeah. like with certain clients like me and one of my clients we like went to uh like to see a house and I was um I don't know what we were talking about but I was just like using a different voice and I was like well I think if they were tenants and I was like well hopefully the tenants let us see I'll just use my like really kind voice and we were just like talking about that I said you know that PWI voice and she's like but she's black so she understood she was like yep like hi how are you like yeah totally (laughs) I just use that to get what I want like when I'm on the phone and stuff for anything I'm just like hi um can I oh my god thank you Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I know. I love doing a thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Um, There's like a YouTube video where it's just like all these girls constantly saying thank you. Thank you. (laughs) And they they start multiplying at the end. And it's amazing. Um, And apparently like one of my friends, we were like leaving a wedding once and we're in an Uber home. And I guess like I fell asleep in the Uber, but I felt the brakes, you know, like it wasn't harsh, but like I felt the car stop and Mm -hmm. I just woke up and went, Thank you. And then like, just drapes <laughs> out of the car to bed. <laughs> so they would always be like, thank you, Ruby. <laughs> um, oh, also, I don't believe any of them care about Thanksgiving, but I love Thanksgiving. So I was lit for this episode. And now I'm like, already want it to be November. It is mm. my favorite holiday. I just like the food holidays. 
I like the food. Exactly. Even though, you um, know, um, I think Ayan said, like, I don't understand the colonizer holiday. Like, it's like, well, she you know. no, she said, this is a weird holiday. And she's like, I know a lot about colonizers. And she's not wrong, but yeah. we try to move on from that meaning and use it for like the right meaning now. Like I saw people I'm like, just be fucking grateful today. Yeah, it's great about it's grateful that day. ratchet. Stuff. Every day is grateful day, but today is grateful for a lot of this fucking food day. Yeah, food, family, football, get into it. <laughs> right, like that's it. Um, I'm already like the abuela of my thing, of like my friends giving. I'm like making the pork shoulder like days in advance. I'm like leave. I'm Lisa. I'm like I got it wrapped. I did and it for the, the bacon wrap dates here. Oh, you know I love my bacon wrap dates. Um, do the charcuterie, and then I just have everybody else bring like sides and desserts and stuff. Um, I'll make flan sometimes, but the mixer I have isn't that good, so it comes out a little wonky. <laughs> I want to try and make mini ones one day, but we'll see. That'll be delish. Yeah, but uh, I did like the Puerto Rican pork shoulder for the first time, and I was like so nervous. And also, it was like so visceral. It made me almost want to be a vegetarian, but I got over it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, cooking meat sometimes is like. It makes me sad. I just pray and then I go to it. Yeah, I always say like. I'm just going to eat halal meat. That's the only meat I'm going to eat because they're, they very are like spirit, they like spiritually kill animals, like in a very like humane way that doesn't put them in like, um, that doesn't put them in like pain. Mm -hmm. Like they slit them mm -hmm. at the neck in a unpainful way so that they just, and they pray over them as they die and like pray for the, their like souls and spirits, like when they die, which I think is so like humane, but then I just end up at Kroger. <laughs> Lesson learned. She just ends up at Kroger, y'all. Um, oh my God. Uh, speaking of animal treatment, they did not treat that goat well that they brought to the Thanksgiving. Like they lost the goat. It was probably harmed. I was kind of sad. Yeah. And the goat jumped in the pool. <laughs> oh my, they first they let the goat almost drown. And then they let the goat run away. And so that goat probably got caught or hit. And I'm like, how much was this goat that Ayan decided to give her randomly? I'm hoping that it was just for a bit and they returned it to like a sanctuary somewhere. Right. Me too. Because I'm like, like, I'm hoping the producers had it when they claimed that it was missing. Like, why y'all bringing me a goat? Like, I but get it. But they all look fucking irresponsible. So I don't know. Yeah. Also, what else happened on this episode that I. Um, they had like Nina and Sarah had their um, Thanksgiving and I feel like the reason we like Sarah is because she's all like, I believe in true love and like all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, look at us, like still believing somehow into all I of that. I just love Sarah. Like I love her, her, her thought process. Like I love that she's like teaching her son like uh, how to like have emotions and that it's okay to have emotions and not promoting like toxic masculinity yeah. and wanting to, him to like stay within like, you know, like teach him the traditions and how smart he is and like you can just tell like he's hilarious a I loving like about like you can tell when kids have loving parents like oh for sure yeah like i think she's doing a little push of like painting a picture because mm -hmm. like every first season housewife does it where it's like i do all of this with my kids because they want to yeah. seem like very have it all it's a little Lisa so, like, Barlow. When, she the, when she was doing the tradition bit with the dinner i was like all right girl just like let him eat at the table if that's what he wants like he's six yeah because he was like you know? i'm not trying to do this <laughs> 
he, yeah, he was like, for real, I'm not going to do this. So it was like a little bit pushing like the picture, but I do really like her overall. Like I said, I, I need to know like actual educational backgrounds and credentials um, before we have titles, but yeah otherwise but like her as a person yeah. seems mm-hmm. really sweet and yeah. like again like we said we kind of like the mixing of um she's really proud of her culture but she also wants to bring it into like modern society so mm-hmm. yeah, she was cool um i'm excited for like nina to be the secret villain because she's the one who's been like talking shit about everybody and then she's gonna get you know it's gonna be brought to the light so i'm excited for that mm-hmm. she also i laugh because she has a very put on voice like i doubt that that's like her real voice that she's using like she's always like talking like this even though she grew up in texas and <laughs> texas don't talk like this they yeehaw yeah. They fucking yeehaw. <laughs> like, even if you were Lebanese, you were like, fuck that. I'm going to be American. And she's probably, she's probably talking like that until she moved to Dubai. And, and then, then she became Dorit. Yeah. And then she said, I can talk in any accent I want. Also, I forgot on Beverly Hills, it was hilarious. Like, just going back. <gasps> when, oh, my God. When Sutton was like, or Garcelle was like, how Garcelle. much do you want to bet that Dorit speaking Spanish in the car? And Sutton's like, yeah. And then the guy speaking back to her in English. But then Dorit wasn't even speaking Spanish. At first, she was talking in Italian. Yeah. She was like, Laida condizionata. And I'm like, you stupid fuck. Like, <laughs> it's not the same. Like, oh, I remember, like, I used to do this research stuff in Nicaragua in undergrad. And this girl who, like, joined our program was like, oh, yeah, like, I don't speak Spanish, but I speak Italian. So I think I'll learn Spanish really quickly. And she just kept trying to talk to everybody in Italian. And I was like, ma'am, first of all, Blonde hair, blue eyes, pale as fuck. You should not be in this country not speaking the language. And secondly, yeah. you shouldn't be speaking Italian even less. Yeah, I heard Portuguese and like um and Spanish were like very like um like eh. if you know Spanish, it, you can easily pick up on Portuguese. It not as easy. Italian is closer, mm. um, but it's not the same because there's like some words that are just clearly different. Um, Portuguese is really hard. Actually, to me, it's hard. Um, it's not that it's like hard, like there are some words that are similar, but it has like whole different symbols and vowels and cadence from Spanish. So Mm. it might just be that you relate better because like culturally you may be similar, but at least for me, I've like tried and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. Cause like, there's like (laughs) a lot of music I like in Portuguese, but I'm like, or you know like our girl jesse (laughs) (laughs) i just have moments where i'm like i think this is what it sounds like but it probably doesn't at all yeah but my cousin she speaks she like did languages for her major and Mm -hmm. so she speaks spanish english french italian all fluently and then she speaks like um conversational portuguese and i think she did say it's kind of challenging oh wow oh yeah it just has like different symbols altogether and like different word compositions. So I'm sure it's not, not impossible, but I, I haven't tried. Yeah. <laughs> I've made no attempts. Long story short, I have not Shout attempted. out to the Brazilian and Portuguese folk. Okay. Loves ya. Um, what else about this episode? I thought, well, from a real estate perspective that you can't get mortgages in Dubai if you're self-employed. Interesting. Yeah. But then I'm like, I guess if you have a business, then you're no longer self-employed. You're an employee of your business. So technically, I'm not self-employed. I am an employee of my LLC. Yeah. Um, and then you like, have to put for the real. Aren't you like an employee of the realtor company? No, we're oh. all self self like 
self-employed, like 1099, oh. but because I have a business, like a business LLC, I get paid through my business business LLC. So I pay myself a, like a paycheck. Okay. Come on, Meta. <laughs> Something like that. She's living in the metaverse. <laughs> Look, I'm trying to figure out how to make money in the metaverse. I will figure that out. Like there's going to be something I'm going to do. Minus my crypto. Cool. If the incoming quality gap gets worse, just bring me along with you. I'll be your assistant. Okay. <laughs> if all of a sudden they're like, we don't want to cure disease anymore. <laughs> We're just focused on like sitting next to LeBron in a board ape. Let me know. And right. I'll just be your assistant <laughs> and be like, fuck all the sick people. Sorry. Good knowing ya. Um, but <laughs> damn. <laughs> Anyway, oh God. And well, that you have to put 30 to 40% hashtag down. Canceled. Oh yeah. yeah. Sorry. Back to the real estate. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. That's insane. Like like, do you think it's like to prove that like you're not just trying to like make more profit off of the country, like you're committed to being in that country? I don't know. I haven't like looked into that I, I don't know if that's just like their lending structure like I, I i would have to look into it more i remember like doing a whole project on the uae when i was in college but that was so long ago like i can't remember much but i do know that like i did hear about like dubai's population being a lot of expats and so the fact that sainsbury said it's like 80 percent expats yeah. is like whoa that's insane that was like, like when we talked about that, like sometimes that just makes me feel bad for like natives of countries because it means like all these rich people came and just like fucked with your economy. So that oh, for sure. The economy like is not livable for you. The economy, at least from what I understand about Dubai, is fucked up because you have old Dubai and you have new Dubai and yeah. old Dubai, like they're not worried, like concerned about like the people that like that live there that aren't mm -hmm. expats, like they are more concerned with the infrastructure of like like tourists the tourist sites and stuff exactly. like that um so yeah their um their economy is like that's, screwed. that's like my concern about like tourism in cuba too it's just like people are going to like what they think is supporting the country but like these are probably the people that like the government has said like they've approved to run businesses you know what i mean mm -hmm. and, so, and hawaii it's like, like all this stuff happening in hawaii like it makes me not oh, yeah. want to go yeah and like, I feel like that's something that's happening in Puerto Rico is like, who's that moron? Like Logan Paul or the brother, one of them lives there now and like tries to buy out like properties there. And then like a, some Americans bought like a property that like sits on a public beach and they tried to tell like locals that they couldn't be on the beach because it's their beach. And it's like, baby, that's not how that works. So yeah. Um, outsiders kindly stay off my island. Colonizers. One of the girls from The Bachelorette also like half time lives in Puerto Rico and I find it really uncomfortable too. Because um, it's weird because like they live there but they don't like promote anything about the internal, you know, tourism there. So tacky, get out. Yeah. Maybe. If you're a colonizer, meaning you go, you buy and you monopolize instead of like helping and contributing to the culture and economy, yeah. then get out. Get out. Get out of there. Okay. Like, come on. We wrapped up with social messaging, social I issue. I was going to say social media messaging, wrong. Social issue messaging. Like, right. typically engaged baddies. That's what we're giving tonight. Period. With a T <laughs> and a period behind it or an exclamation point to really send it home. 
Yeah. This is what happens when I get eight hours of sleep, everybody. I've been committed to that 10 p.m. bedtime, 5.30 wake up. Oh, wow. So yeah. seven and a half hours, but who's counting That me? is very early. I mean, I have to, to get get things rolling. I like to get to work first because then I can get my shit started before everybody comes asking for stuff. I get up at like 7, 7.30. Could never. I can sometimes, but you know that when you go to the doctor, you don't want to be there at like noon. Mm-mm. People want to get in before work and after work. Yep. And I got to make that shit happen for people. Yeah. You make so. shit happen. That's what you do. Sure do. So I think I just thrive on a earlier schedule. Like look how nicer I am. I used to. I thrive when I wake up at seven, but now I have this damn puppy that lives above me. And so almost every day around 8 a.m., all you hear is, because Because he's left. Yeah, but I'm like, do you guys have this little, this little nugget in like the dark? Can we turn on Paw Patrol or something? Like to give him some type of entertainment? Like I always used to cut on the TV for my dog. Oh, that's true. Like, what do you want to watch? Basketball? Like, what do you want to watch today? Cowboys? I think I, like, left, um, I left the Kardashians on for Hershey once a million years ago, and my parents were like, cool, you're making her dumber. I was like, I "I just thought maybe those voices would keep her calm, but they're wrong. It just, it set her off, it set her off. They weren't for her. Yeah, one time my, um, my old roommate, like from when I lived in Richmond, um, her dog used to just like come and bother me some days. And so I'm like, okay, whatever. So I left one time and I like, he was like sitting on my bed and I like put on some animal type of like cartoon movie. Yeah. And I was like, all right, I'll leave this on for you. Like, catch you later. And when she came in the house, she said he was sitting on the bed, literally watching the movie. That's crazy. They watch TV. Yeah. Yeah. About that. Yeah, Hershey used to hate the doorbell ringing at our house. And then when I would watch Watch What Happens Live, you know, and they're always playing the games where it's like mm-hmm. right or wrong and they would go, bing. Yeah. She thought somebody was out the door and she'd like start flipping out. I was like, girl, it's the TV. Stay <laughs> here and cuddle me. Keep me warm. Oh, but long story. So I got tired of it because this dog, since I've lived here, I've just oh. heard every morning, 8 a.m. I'm trying to meditate, bruh. Like, I don't want to hear this little nugget. That's the universe testing you because you're supposed to be able to meditate in the chaos. Well, I... Acknowledge that noise and then keep moving on. Okay, Dalai Lama. (laughs) Yes, I know mindfulness. Um, But yeah, so I, like, gave it some time. I was like, all right, well, time as in I've lived here, what, a month? (laughs) I gave it some time and I was like, okay, like, you know, this little doggy will grow out of it. I tried to pavlov the dog. Like, every time he, like, barked or howled, I, like, Pushed the broom up, like knocked it. Yeah, that's animal abuse. Is it? That's teaching them not to. Like, no, they think that you're responding to them, so they're gonna howl more. They're gonna take that as interaction. See, I thought it was like Pavloving. Like every time he rang the bell, the dog would salivate and want the the steak. So yeah, but what he's Pavloving is like he's like, oh, I get attention from the bottom. Oh yeah, I thought I was like doing some conditioning. He might like it. Yeah, no, he didn't. Um, yeah, he didn't stop. So I was like. All right, so I wrote a post-it and I like uh-uh. I left it on the counter and I was like, all right, I'm gonna give it like to the end of the week, you know? Like if this dog isn't trained enough to like stop howling at the top of his lungs every fucking morning like a chicken, <sighs> I'm gonna have to put this note on their door. Cause I don't wanna like I'm not gonna say something to management because it's like it's a dog, like I don't 
Yeah, you don't want the dog kicked out. A, yeah, A, I don't want the dog kicked out, but B, I also want my What did you write on the post-it? I said, hey, I'm not sure if you're, hey, neighbor, I'm not sure if you're aware, but every morning around 8 a.m. when you leave, your dog barks, whines, and howls at the top of his lungs. Please fix it, Jesus. Thank you. (laughs) Your neighbor (laughs) with a heart. You did not. I did. I said, please fix it, India, what is that person supposed to do? Not go to work? No, but what I'm saying is like, Maybe, you didn't give them a solution. I mean, that was my next thing. I was like, maybe I'll like type up and like I'll research an article of like ways that you can keep your dog from barking when you're gone. But I was like, that'll be the next step. But today it was a lot better. Like he howled for maybe like 10 minutes at the top of his lungs. Yeah, it's stopped. probably just an adjustment thing, India. I mean, for sure. But that don't mean you're I no got to nothing because you can't be like, hey, dog. My neighbor said, but I'm like, what if they have him in the dark? You know what I mean? I know some people that keep their dog in a cage in the dark or used to like when they went to work. And I I think that's animal. Like, I just don't, I think that's animal abuse and they have souls too. Like, yeah, just train them well so they don't do things. So I'm like, you know, maybe like, maybe there's like something that they could, they could switch up if they're at least aware of of it. Cause I didn't want to knock on their door. Okay. I'm going to give you, I'll give you a little more credit. Like maybe they left them in the bedroom, like locked in the bedroom. And it's like, maybe just like, let them be. Yeah. And didn't have the blinds open. And just puppy proof it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, or something like, I I believe the lights on. That sounds abusive. Yeah. I just, I mean, I believe in like, you know, not cage training. It's not called a cage. It's called, um. Crate training, like I believe in crate that training. when, like when they're puppies. Yeah. But like, if you have them in the dark, maybe consider not, or maybe put on a TV or like some type of sound machine, well, so they and, like. And the point of crate training too is like, you're supposed to like let that happen at first when they're a puppy, but then it's so that they go to that place as like their safe spot. Yeah. Which clearly is not what ha- what's happening here. Yeah. So I it, I did that. Not but maybe to be the puppy a, a is dick. young. You don't know how old the puppy. I mean, is. It, it sounds very young. Um, so but I just you just like that it's being trained right now. Yeah, I just wanted I just wanted to present the awareness of like, hey, like not the, not trying to get you like not trying to. But don't you write, please life. fix it, Jesus. I did. I said, please fix it, Jesus. Thank you, with your neighbor in a heart. Like I meant no ill will, but I just wanted. I would have seen that note, and I would have been like, hey, Boo Bear, bark as long as you fucking want for the rest <laughs> of the time. I would have been so mad if I had seen that posted. I mean, I'm like they probably know it's me, like. But I'm like, that dog howls so loud. You can hear it on the outside. So it could be the person next door. It could be the other person next door. It could be. Yeah, I mean, they don't know it's you, but still. Yeah, I just wanted to make them aware. And I was literally fed up. I let the post it sit. I let I let my brain sit on it for a day. And then I was like, I guess Fuck that's this. good. <laughs> um, I, uh, I can't tell which neighbor of mine it is, but one of them, every morning, it depends on the time like it's it's something coinciding with somebody waking up and I don't know if it's another human or a dog someone rings a bell and it goes like it sounds like a a hand bell as if somebody's being called and it's happened every day that I've noticed for like at least two weeks at at a certain time always like in the morning so like if if it's a weekday like we said I wake up a little bit earlier so like I'll usually hear it like around seven and then if it's a weekend, I'll hear it like around nine. And so, and it's been consistent. I feel Can like- you sure it's not an alarm? It just sounds too formal to be an alarm, but it could mm-hmm. be an alarm. It sounds like it's a literal bell. And I only hear it once. So it's not like you hear a snooze, you know right. what I mean? So there's somebody really diligent who really does wake up 
the first time every time. And it's just a really fancy sounding alarm. But I really am convinced like somebody rings a bell for like a dog to come get breakfast or like, right. Or something. Maybe That'd be it's so like cute. someone who's like recovering from surgery, like vocal surgery. And they have to ring the bell. So someone right. brings their breakfast smoothie. I don't know my neighbor's business. <laughs> it's just super weird. Yeah. Cause it's just like, sounds like those old school bells, you know, like when you would watch like a movie about like someone mm-hmm. who's like bedridden or rich and they'd be like, ding, 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 Marlon, bring me my margarita. Like very that. Yeah. And it's eerie. Like sometimes it's weird when you can hear things in this building. Oh, I definitely feel you on that. Definitely feel you on that. But um... now that we've done Apartment Chronicles, (laughs) follow us on our YouTube channel. JK, there's none. (laughs) (laughs) Follow us on our blog, A Day in the Life of Indian Ruby. Yeah, that's called Instagram and Twitter. It's called Our Close Friends Stories. You'll never be on it. (laughs) (laughs) He's so rude. It's not lie though. You already know. I mean, Capricorn moons are always doing PR. (laughs) All right. So on that note, guys, besos. Catch you next week. Bye. Be kind. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Not like me. (laughs) (laughs) Bye.